0: Post comments on facebookcom Network. Enjoy the show.
4: Welcome to another episode of Cap Builder Talk with your host Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today. Helping you build the capacity to change your life. Helping you to walk in your purpose. Some, some of you are calling, let me know sometimes you miss my show. But after I do this show live and become a podcast, all you got to do is go to com, You can listen to this show and any of the other shows I've done for the last six years. So I need you to go do that because there's a lot of great information out there, a lot of things that can help you. But I got two announcements. One, this may be the last radio show I'll be doing, just audio. The brothers getting out of his own way, he's gonna be going live. Okay, I'm gonna be you know broadcasting live on Facebook, live on YouTube, just putting it out there. I'm gonna have my guests live so you can see the people that I'm interviewing. And we're going to have great conversation. Also, I think this is the right time for it. I'm going to send an invite out to a a small, well, it's not small. It's a paid site, a small price for the site. It's called Small Business Vita. It's for small business owners, by small business owners. It's going to be a safe place where you can go and get information about how to start to grow your business, how to change your life. You're going to be able to post and make comments. Because right now, our other social media platforms are being. Ambushed But I need to make sure you have a safe place So I've been working on this site for a while I'm going to launch it You're going to get a special invite with a special price You can invite your friends to it But we got to start working together And I think this is the best way So, tonight's topic I made the topic Love the one you're with or not And I started getting a lot of calls And texts Oh, you, you're going to be talking about love and relationships what, what we're going to be talking about tonight is relationships, relationships we have with the people that we love, the relationship we have with our friends,
1: relationships
4: right now have become so important. You know, during this crisis right now, we, this has tested our resolve on having relationships. I, I'm talking to people now that have been married 20 years and found out that until they've been the last two months with their spouse They really know who their spouse was So we're going to talk about that tonight So on the show oh, I can't build a minute I'm going to be talking about Just for a few minutes From surviving to thriving How do you go from Right now a lot of you just Are making it just surviving But we got to change that mindset We got to help you survive To thrive So it's all mindset change Last few shows I've talked about Mindset change after I come up, John Moy has been here last few weeks, just a fact. He's going to give us some political commentary on what's going on in our world today. And then we got coming back, my popular man, The Real View with Corey Henry. Tonight, I didn't even ask him what his topic is. We're going to find out when we bring him into the show. And then the real discussion. i got Jimmy and Rachel Rogers, the creator of the Relationship Real Talk platform. They created this to have open conversations about relationships and discover how to come to some of the challenges associated with it. So we're going to have a great show for you. I think that if you just stay tuned and hang in there with me, as I say every week, you're going to learn a lot, or you're going to learn something tonight. All right, this is Mark Parham. I'm going to go to a short break. I'm going to come back with my Cat a Minute on Survive to Thrive, The Right Mindset. All today on the Cap Miller Talk radio show. I'll be back in a moment.
3: Super
0: Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today.
4: Survive to Thrive mindset shifts that you're going to have to take. You know, it seems that a few months we're in this crisis now, there's been a global shift. You know, the panic and chaos of the first days are kind of over. Now we're all kind of settling in. We're trying to get acclimated to this, quote, new normal. But a lot of you, as leaders of your family, as leaders of your businesses, it can be a tough time for you because you have to lead. You have to show people that everything's okay. And especially it's difficult because the future is not certain, it's, it's an unknown. So you got to figure out how you're going to adjust and adapt and lead through this transition. You got to lead, you got to lead your children. You got to lead your household. You got to lead your churches. You got to lead your community. You have to be leaders, and that's what's happening right now. So we've been over the past few months. We've been doing everything virtual, and it's been great. But concerned that when we get back to actually being around each other, how are you going to lead? What are the changes you're going to make? How are you going to be more engaged? Because you to have to show people that things are going to be different. So you got two mindsets. You know, one is, you know, when we talk about mindsets, we talk about challenge versus threat. A, a lot of us take a situation, and some of us look at a situation as a challenge where you see tremendous opportunity. And a lot of us have looked at the situation as seen a threat. So if it's a challenge, you know that something good can come out of this. You're seeking positive change. You're looking for different ways to involve and to grow. To your brains, the unknown is the challenge, the one that you can respond to. So a lot of us have made that pivot. You know, just me going live with live video is a pivot for me. Right now, that's what people want. That's what I'm giving. I'm having to get out of my own way. So it's been a challenge for me. But if it's a threat, you you feel Stuck. You're under the weight of all this uncertainty. Oh, what is going to happen? So you can become paralyzed. So you got to figure out what's happening to you right now. Are you going to look at it as a challenge or a threat? You know, it's funny when we think of the threat as, you know, fight or flight. We try to run, we try to hide. We think of it as a challenge, we stick our chest out, we run into it. But you got to figure out the things that are becoming up. Are you going to look at them as threats or are you going to look at them as challenges? because your body reacts. When your body says threat, your legs start shaking, you know, you get a whole different feeling if it's a threat or a challenge. So you got to start, your body controls you, your mind controls you, so you got to be ahead of your body and say, no, this is not a threat. This is a challenge. And we're going to be facing some mighty challenges. So one of the things you're going to have to do to to make these changes is you're going to have to cultivate self-compassion, you're going to have to know that you're okay. Trust yourself. A lot of us don't trust ourselves. We second-guess ourselves a lot of times. So you got to – it's great we're doing this thing relationship relationships tonight. Maybe one of the most important relationships we need to have is with ourselves. Then also, I want you to engage from a beginner's mind. You don't know it all, so don't act like you do. This is all new. So, Act like it's new for you. Be a beginner. It's okay to start again. We're facing new challenges, this whole virtual thing. So let your mind go back to the basics. View the world and your business as you know nothing about it and figure out new ways to approach it. That old saying, you know, well, I've been doing it this way and this way I'm going to keep doing it. Can't use that one anymore. That's over. And you need to move from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. I- I'm just telling you right now. If you're in a fixed mindset, that's the way it is, by golly, and that's the way it's going to be, you're going to damage yourself and all the people you are responsible for leading. So I want you to think about this because I've been talking about that growth mindset. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a quick fix. Your brain's default state is to see things as a threat. That's what we're conditioned to, protect ourselves. But you got to change this and turn it into a challenge because if you don't, you're going to be damaging yourself, you're going to be damaging your family, and you're going to be damaging all the people that are you're responsible for. And we're all responsible for someone. So I want you to keep this in mind. I want you to go from a threat to a challenge. Take a look at it. Step back. Sometimes we have to start taking our second opinion. Our first may be always threat. Step back. And look at it as a challenge. So this is Mark Farhead, my Cat builder Minute. I'm gonna go to break, and when I come back, we're gonna start out with just the fact. John Moy's gonna come give us some political commentary on what's going on today, right now, at this moment. So you can be better prepared for the future. This is Mark Farhead, Cat Builder Talk
3: Radio Show.
4: I'll be back in a moment.
3: All right
5: People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend.
1: Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
0: WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one.
3: Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today.
0: Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community
4: today. <laughs> Farham and welcome to the show. Bring in Brother Corey Henry, the real view. We're gonna be talking about the community side, the impact on our community, and what should we be doing. Mark Farham Captain Talk Radio Show. Be back in a moment.
2: uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious and I can quit whenever I
0: want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave, but remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and
5: don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock
2: for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend.
1: Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today.
4: Next segment, The Real View. Welcome, Brother Corey Henry, man. How you doing this evening?
2: I'm good. I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm
4: doing excellent, man. In spite of, all right? So, Corey, what's
2: your topic
4: for this evening, man?
2: Man, you know, I thought that I would like to to speak further on the subject of stay... Nah, I'm just joking, man. I was going to say stay woke.
4: <laughs> hey, you, you can mix it in there. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: nah, nah, I You know what? To the point, though, here's what I would say um, economically, it is indeed a time for us to wake up. And, and there's a lot of places where we say, stay woke. Uh, In a lot of realms, we're still very much asleep. And when I say economically, I'm not talking about the unemployment or the number of people on unemployment. That is not economically the most important discussion in our community. Economically, the most important discussion in our community is new businesses, entrepreneurship innovation uh digital transformation um because that's where we see the biggest new uh formation of new companies and the new economies that uh that ultimately we're hoping somebody is building somewhere for us so we've learned through this CARES Act and this all of the COVID-19 response, I think collectively, uh, we've learned as a community that that we pretty much got what we expected, mm-hmm. and that's a a little bit more than nothing. you know? I'm not going to say totally really? nothing, but a little right. bit more than nothing. And so if you're waiting on the same group of people who voted 96 to 0 in the Senate and nearly unanimous in the House for what amounted to nothing in our community, if you're saying that it's, then the response is, okay, we'll change dance partners, no. We have to look at a totally new system altogether, right? Right. Right. And in this economy, there's two main things that drive capitalism. It's remittance and data, right? Remittance and data drive this economy right now. What is remittance? Remittance is the charges that Banking institutions and people of wealth charge anyone for using their money, using their liquidity, allowing you to have quick access to your money. That's remittance. And it's one of the largest revenue generators in our monetary system. And data. Data is who you are, everything about you, where you live, uh, what you like, everything that identifies you as an individual. That is the most precious information that is the lifeblood of our economy right now because that drives marketing, that drives advertising, that drives everything. So we have to consider as our community where we stand in the place of remittance, and where we stand in the places of data and how do we control and how do we manage and manipulate and how do we capitalize on and monetize our own remittance and our own data. And that is something that we definitely have to wake up about, you know? So you know, I, you there know, are solutions it, out I, Go ahead.
4: I think what you're saying is so important because data through this through this crisis, a lot of people have come out from the darkness in order Absolutely. to apply for the PPP, EIDL. So yep. that data is out there now. So people are raising their hands yep. and saying, I'm here, because a lot of these businesses were trying to be below the radar. Okay, they weren't Absolutely. being counted. These business owners weren't being counted. The employees weren't being counted. But now... Being counted, so I think that during this time data has become a real big issue because it is all about absolutely
2: the numbers. <laughs> absolutely and and far too long, we've trusted people who have prayed, and I'm not talking about the a I'm talking about the e prayed on our data right, right. prayed on our remittance and Those same people are silent now, silent, as we're saying, hey, our community is hurting. What do you have to say about this? Nothing is the response. Absolutely nothing, yet they still crave our remittance and our data.
4: You know what's interesting about the remittance thing is that uh, the Urban League is doing these financial – literacy workshops and I sat through one the other day and I realized that a lot of people that really don't bank properly $35 for an NSS charge $35
2: absolutely
4: right now in this world okay a $25 -hmm. purchase can cost you upwards of $75 to $80 because you overdrafted your account and you got you have yep. three other, two other things just automatically drafted from your account, so you just spent twenty five dollars They cost you now almost a hundred bucks. You Absolutely. Know? So that remittance thing is.
2: So right now the the issues that we have in politics, the issues that we have in society, are not just race. The issues no. are have become monetary, and it is indeed a difference between. Uh, those who I would consider to be called the unbanked, the unbanked. And a larger percentage of our community is unbanked. And I think that is either in one, on one hand, it's a problem. On the other hand, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity mm-hmm. for us to bank the unbanked and to teach them how, how we can create a bit of an economic ozone layer to, and capture our own remittance and our own data. So that's my spiel for the day. I just want to drop that in somebody's spirit, because I think well, it you needs to be heard.
4: Because you guys got these things, <laughs> like I'm still dealing with the curiosity. What you had last week. So what are you gonna take us out with, man? <laughs>
2: well, I think there. I I I think uh, from my time in the military, I learned that my best. Shots were from far away.
3: <laughs> and as
2: we think about our plans and our response to these events, I think as a people and as leaders of our people, we need to be looking at the long shots and not just the close-ups.
4: So right. the long I think the it's time up. for us to,
2: <laughs> It's time for us to back up off of the play a little bit and think <laughs> and make a better response. All right, all
4: right, brother Henry. Thank you for your comments, and we'll be getting with you next week to see what else you got coming at All
2: right, brother. Always insightful, Thanks man. I
4: always appreciate your time, my brother.
2: <laughs> all right, take care.
3: All right. You heard it. You take a long so
4: shot. Let's quick shot, long shot we Mark Farhan, Cat Miller Talk Radio show. I'm going to go a break and we come under. back We're going to start having this conversation about
3: Love is what you are
4: with Or not But it's really about relationships. I'll be back in a moment
3: We're going to celebrate And have a good time It's time to come together It's up to you 180 over one eleven, and I had a stroke.
2: I couldn't speak or walk. One fifty over ninety, and I had a stroke.
0: This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan, or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org.
4: Head to toe, everything's
0: changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today.
3: Oh, I got you. Uh-huh. Uh, you thought you got away from me, didn't you? Uh, uh-huh. uh You thought I didn't see you now, didn't you? Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You tried to sneak driving now, didn't you? Uh-huh. I thought you had be slick now, didn't you? Uh huh. huh. Now give me what you promised me. Gabby, yeah. yeah. Oh. All
4: right, when I'm back. Final segment for tonight. Love the other one you're with or not. Let's talk about relationships, and I'm welcoming Jimmy and Rochelle to the show. How What's you guys going on, how's it going, Mark?
1: Thank you very very much for having me.
4: Man, you know, i was going to read some facts, you know, but when I, when I, I I have topics, I'm going to read facts of what's going on with relationships now, you know, but <laughs> I don't really think I need the facts. I want you both to introduce yourselves, talk about what you do, and then start having this conversation about relationships in general. But just what do we have, you, you, you talk about challenges and things that we can do to try to overcome, particularly during this particular time, what's going on. So you, you have the mic. You guys can introduce yourself. I know you got to do your own show, so you probably got your spiel. I don't know how you do it,
3: <laughs> but I'm going to give the mic
4: to you and let y'all have well, at
3: well,
1: it. Well, thanks, Mark. My name is Jimmy Rogers, um, and this is my wife, Rachel Rogers. Uh, we are relationship consultants. Uh, we work with couples on how to build relationships um, healthy and thriving relationships, to take their relationships from surviving to thriving. Um, That is something that we enjoy doing. We do it through social media, you know, with our Facebook um, lives. We also do workshops and things of that nature. We work with churches um, and even with schools. We go into schools to work with them on relationship building between the um, administration and the students. So um, we we take relationships very seriously, Mark. And so, uh, one of the things that we've discovered, as it relates to this um, quarantine, um, I know you were talking about some facts. The facts are, uh, domestic violence has increased tremendously during the quarantine. Um, um, relationships are definitely on the whim because of this quarantine, and and the um, and the reality of why these things are happening is because. We had unresolved issues before the quarantine happened. We just never dealt right. with them.
5: Right. The issues were already there. Yeah. But the quarantine so, it, forced you to face them. Yeah. And, and, and in actuality, it's a good thing because, I mean, you could go on with life as normal thinking that everything is going to be fine. But if you truly want um, a relationship that is thriving, and when we say thriving, what we mean is not um, we, we're just roommates. We're just living here. We're just staying together for the kids. That's what surviving looks like. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about thriving, we're talking about let's do some introspection. Let's look deep within us because you can only change one person, and that's yourself. So let me do some introspection. And in that process, um, let me find out what my, my significant other needs. What's their love language? And what does that look like? And how can I meet it? But before you can even get to that point, as my husband was alluding to, you actually have to deal with what are the issues and bring those to the surface.
4: You know, at first I got to apologize, Rachel. Uh, I have a close friend named Rochelle. So all today I'm looking at your name go okay, I got to say this right. I got to say this right. <laughs> as soon as I got you know to say it, I said Rochelle. <laughs> but it, uh, well, my bad. You get
5: to my birth name because, you know, I'm Haitian, so my mother – Called me Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> so
4: I'll right. okay. so, give you a in the middle of that. So, so we, <laughs> we're talking about this, yeah. This time of COVID, I'm finding out. You know, I do a lot of business coaching and I, a lot of it's been counseling because people are like saying, you know, I thought I knew my spouse, but I found out that I was only spending three hours a day with them. You know, after work. And uh, you know, all the weekends I go work out, he's cutting the grass, and da 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 da. So people are finding mm-hmm. out that they really did not know the person that they're with today. They may have known mm-hmm. them a while back, but times have changed. So what what's what's going on right now? I mean, this captivity that we've been in, how's it affected us?
1: Well, well Mark, that's a great question what's going on. What's going on now is just it's being exposed, it's being highlighted. The issue happened long before COVID-19. See, COVID-19 didn't wasn't the thing that made you not know your spouse. It was what was happening long before COVID-19. You you named it. You said we were going to work, we had the children to deal with, we had our community service, we had our church, we had our family, we had our friends. And we forgot about our spouses. So we were not spending that quality time with our spouses, you know, um, learning the things that matter to them because we allowed life to take over us. And we forgot about the one that we committed our lives to, you know, in matrimony. So that's really what happened. And then once this quarantine happened, you two looking at each other like, okay, so what are we supposed to do now?
5: Right. What happened is distractions. Right. What happened is taking one another for granted. Mm-hmm. What happened is
3: mm-hmm. lack
5: of intentionality when those distractions were in place. So when COVID is happening and you're really limited on where you're going, uh, when when conflict arises and things arise, you can no longer run away and just say, well, I'm just going to, you know, get in my car and go to the gym, go to the gym or, yeah. well, when right. I go to work that's several hours without them, it literally makes you confront whatever those issues were. So when you say has COVID, you know, what's happened with this quarantine, it's really just that for lack of better terminology, you're, you're stuck together
3: mm-hmm. and you're
5: stuck dealing with the issues that, like my husband said, started a long time ago.
4: So, so, answer this for me. I want to step back a little bit. I know you guys really focus on you know marital relationships, but right now we're talking about relationships with significant others. It's not always mm-hmm. matrimony. It's our children. Right. It's our family. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know right now we got one family. Whole family units are marrying to other family units. You know, mm-hmm. what about that? Those kind of relationships too. We we got to work on all of this.
1: Well, well, well the, the, the good thing is the principles are the same across the board for any relationship. Um, the only thing that changes is the level of intimacy when we're talking about a specific relationship. So the principles um, that I have to live by as it relates to dealing with my wife are the same mm-hmm. principles I have to live by when I'm dealing with my children, with my family, or with my friends. You know, um, it, it, is, it is those simple tenets like, um, not taking people for granted, being considerate, um, you know, m- meeting their needs and not always focusing on my needs. So um, mm-hmm. when you're talking about how do we build these other relationships, we have to get back to the basics. Um, when, when you're trying to, uh, when you meet someone and you all connect as friends, you don't just meet that one time and then you go about your business and say, oh, that's my friend that friendship is developed over a period of time. When you all have had conversations, you've done activities together and you start to grow a bond. And I think what happens with us in this life, we allow other things to distract us, as Rachel said earlier, and we lose that ability to bond with those whom we supposed to love our children, our spouses, you know? And so that's, what's really, really happening. And now this quarantine has Pretty much jailed us together, and I'm talking about J A I L E D. It's like we're (laughs) We're yeah, Um, we we're in prison together, and now we're looking at each other like man, because wow, what do I say? When do I get released? Right, right, (laughs) and so now we have to we have to revisit our understanding of what is this relationship supposed to be? What was his intent when we first got together?
5: Right. And and like you said, honey, you were like, you hit on something key, conversation. Mm-hmm. Think about when you first get to know someone, whether it's a friend, a significant other, or as you're growing with the people in your home, there's conversation that's taking place. You find out what their likes are, what their dislikes are. And there are going to be times where things are going to be tense. Like when you're in the home, I I, I welcome that, there needs to be open conversation and don't, don't avoid um, the conversation because things are awkward, because they have to be awkward before they get better. And, and whoever it is, if it's parents with children, then the parents have to initiate that conversation. You know, I would think the adults or one person in the relationship needs to say, you know what, I don't know if you feel it. I know I feel it. I think there's some things we need to sit down and talk about. And some people struggle with that. So you might need a mediator. And and the great thing about technology is we have, you know, Zoom and Google Meet and all these different mm. platforms that you could actually use to have a mediator there to help you have the conversation. But I think at the end of the day, you've got to ask yourself, do you value mm. the relationship enough right. mm-hmm. to have those conversations and be willing wow. to do what it takes to heal mm-hmm. those relationships?
1: Yes.
4: So let's talk about this mediator, you know, because right now just getting people off their electronic devices to have a conversation is tough. Okay. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I, I mean, I watch my niece and nephew and I would swear that their phones are physically attached mm-hmm. to their body. Okay. They are. And they grew up like that though. And it's not, yeah, it's are. not something, mm-hmm. that's what, I mean, I have two of you, my. I got the nephew, there's two, Right now, he's feels with like every phone he sees, it's my phone,
3: okay? Right.
4: I, right, You know, right. I can do what I want with it, okay? And uh, I don't know what I was doing when I was that age. It was, I guess this is my rock. This is my stick. I don't know what I was claiming. But right now, yeah. they're claiming these phones. So, from a mediator, you guys created this platform that you've been going out, you know. Jimmy, I met you uh, maybe, I don't know, I don't know, many, nine months ago at a discussion yep. with it. And he right, said about he's a relationship year. expert. Yeah, he's relationship expert. I said, relationship expert? How do you get that mm-hmm. title? Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about what, what both of you do together through your platform to mediate and to help people understand how to have these conversations.
1: Well, I'm, I'll just, I'll, I'll start it like this. Because sometimes we, we try to make things sound so complicated to, to give it value. But the reality is this is all we do. We, we help people see things from a different perspective. That's, that's pretty – like you come in there, you swear your relationship is over. You swear that you can't see past this moment. And all we do is we listen to everything that you and your significant other had to say, and we look for those, on uh, what I like to call those areas of, of – those patterns of behavior – and after I discover what the patterns of behavior are, we start working on resolutions, helping you see it from a different, because when, when we are emotional, Mark, mm-hmm. you can't think clearly. I don't care how intelligent you are. I don't care how many degrees you have. The moment you lose control of your emotions, your ability to think critically, leave out of the window. And so sometimes you have to have someone else you you know the situation, Mark. You call a friend and you go, "Man, look, I'm I'm dealing with something. Can you help me figure this out?" You know, that's all we do in relationships.
5: And let me say this, uh, Mark. Let me back it up for you, honey, a little bit. Between my husband and myself, we have over thirty years of marriage experience, and so this is not our first marriage. However, I am a firm believer that uh, you learn. You can learn just as much if not more, from a, a successful marriage as you can for one that was not successful if you're willing to do the reflection right. that it takes after that relationship to figure out what went wrong, what should I have done differently, what part did I play in it. So for us, this path, you know, my, my background is education. I'm an educator. However, this path that we're taking seems like a quite natural path to me um with with the 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 background and history that I've had dealing with you know addiction in my past uh relationship uh my husband dealing with the loss of a um the wife before me so there's a lot that we've gone through that we've seen that we've experienced, and we pretty much just use um, our experiences to help other people
4: so when people come to you, is it generally we talk about couples Now, generally they both gotten together and decide, you know, we need help. Or is it generally one person that goes, I need help. And they come to you and then bring the other person. How does it usually get started? Because, you know, right now if the two people are having problems, you know, for them to look at each other and go together, we need help. Is that the way it normally goes? How do people normally come to you?
1: Normally it's the woman. Normally the woman will come first. You know, um statistics prove that men, we hate counseling. We, that's we, typically we know everything,
4: we... man. We don't need no help. We don't need no this. Well, you I got you,
1: you <laughs> know, actually that's that's not the the that's not the take of the average man when it comes to counseling. The take of the average man is that he is fearful of being judged and not heard or ah. understood. That he doesn't like counseling. Interesting. Right. Interesting. And so Um, I made it my goal that anyone that I talked to, whether it was just one spouse or both, I made sure that I use a technique where I call introspective rather than, um, you know, how some people point the finger. Now I'll allow them to say whatever they want to say, but I always turn the conversation inward. You know what I'm saying? And what that has produced is this level of comfort that my clients have had throughout the you know throughout the uh, sessions, and they all have had the same testimony. That was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, you know, wow. because um, when when you finally feel that you're heard and understood, you can then move forward. Most people stand their ground when they feel they're not understood or when they feel they're not heard, and so once I. Show them that no, I heard what you said, and then I compelled their significant other. Did you hear what he or she said? You know, and then I'll ask them, what did you hear them say? Because that's important in the relationship. If 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 one person is the only one who can share their emotions and share their feelings, but they reject the feelings of their spouse, at some point resentment is going to set it, set in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Mark, um, it's normally the woman that comes, but when they do come. I do everything within my power to make sure that it's more of an introspective relationship that I develop with them than it is a more of an accusatory, you know, relationship, you know, yeah.
4: Yeah. Wow. I never really thought about it like that, you know, but it's being heard (laughs) is what I guess. That's what's going on in the world today. Right now, people don't feel like they're hurt.
3: Oh yeah. That's that's why why we're
4: dealing with some of the violence and stuff that's going on right now People don't feel heard, so they're doing whatever they can do to make you feel heard. like a little kid throws a tipper tat. Well, you're going to hear me now. I'm going to lay on the floor and scream and cry until you do something.
1: That's right, Mark, and that's that's the reality. We we as human beings, we think once we um, reach a certain age, um, our feelings go away. Um, and, and uh, since you brought that up, in the black community, and I was just explaining to some friends yesterday, the reality is in the black community, we're suffering from PTSD, and we've, it's been undiagnosed. And so now people are, we're more emotional than we should be.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're, as a collective unit, we're not thinking as clearly as we should be on any subjects. Your, your previous guest, said something he said it's not just about voting it's not just about you know um um the amount of money that that um you're spending it's about entrepreneurship see we don't realize that um even in the the japanese community there's a small percentage of that uh, the the, um, japanese americans that are you know involved in our political process but they don't have the same issues that black people have and the reason that they don't have those issues is because they have money, and their money talks. So when they go talk to their, their city leaders, something gets done because they'll pull their money. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a people, we don't have that because we don't have ownership collectively. And one of the most dangerous comments we make as a black people is we have spending power. That is That mm-hmm. is so... That is so irrational because you're, where is your money that you're spending coming from? It's coming from those whom are oppressing you. So, if they decide to cut that off, where is your spending power now? So we have, we have to have get nothing, more to the mindset of owning, you know, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. As you all were stating, that's that's the thing that brings about the change and those relationships. Um, are hard to cultivate when we're not thinking clearly. And so that's another part that Rachel and I play when it comes to relationships. We help people make the connection, you know what I'm saying? With what's going wrong inside of their relationship. We, you know, cause sometimes, you know, they say you can't see the forest for the trees, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes because you're so involved in what you're doing, you're not understanding what's really taking place. And that's, that's, yeah. the, um, that's the gift that we've been given to help people kind of see things clearly.
5: If I can piggyback off of what you're saying and bring it back full circle to what Mark introduced as far as with this quarantine, in essence Mark, this quarantine is forcing us to press pause mm-hmm. because we do, because we get so caught up, every human being, a basic human need is validation and when you're just going and going and going and not pressing pause long enough to really see what's going on we end up with the situation that we have now and whether that be in a you know relationship an intimate relationship that you have with a boyfriend girlfriend spouse children you got to be willing to press pause long enough cuz many times like my husband said people just really want to be heard and just because you want to be heard doesn't mean what you're saying is right but you can't wow. come to any house if no one's listening,
4: <laughs> right? And so you if you think don't so take if I say what's on my mind. I may not be right, but I'm right all the time. Yeah. So there's you a problem. You know, <laughs> matter of fact, Mark, you said it, you were like because men think they know everything. some men do
5: think they know everything. Some women think they know. everything. You know, all women But just because you know it, <laughs> and just because you feel passionate about it, that is your truth. But is that the truth? Right. Do you right. follow what I'm saying? so it's, it's really, yeah, it's a process of getting to that. Like, what is the truth and what is the resolve that we need to move on with this relationship? Yes.
4: Thank I'm you. sure that, you know, we're going to start wrapping here, but I'm sure that people want to know, and I told you this, we were going to make this a live, my first live show, but you guys will be on my first live show. But until that <laughs> time, how do they... Where's your show at? How do people find out more about you? Where can they tune in to find out mm-hmm. and start getting on their own path to recovery through your teachings and through the work that you do?
1: Great. Thank you, Mark, for that. Um, actually, they can go to Facebook. Um, they can pull up two different things. They can pull up Jimmy and Rachel Rogers. Jimmy is J-I-M-M-I-E and Rachel Rogers, or they can just pull up T-Ministry. Um, they can you know Facebook dot com RRT Ministry, and um, it'll it'll take them to our um, Facebook business page, and that's where we go live every Sunday from six to seven p.m. Ish. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so
5: we do go over. It gets really good.
1: Right. Uh,
3: we also have a website. Yeah. We, our website. we
1: also have a website that is um, www.rrtministry.com, um, and on through that website, of course. You will see all of the services that we offer. Um, We have things such as the Relationship um, Principles Booklet, which gives 10 relationship principles that we believe if these principles are followed on a consistent basis, your relationship will improve. And um, in this booklet, there are, we we call it the Couples Corner. Couples Corner.
5: Corner. It's an engaging,
1: interactive-type
5: booklet so that they're not just reading but they can now take what they've, um, the information that they've read, and apply it to their personal relationship. Well, well more
1: importantly, it generates a conversation. It does first. generate
5: a conversation. Yeah, that
1: that, that um, couples corner generates a conversation about the principle that they just read, and it asks them to do some introspection, so they can start to see um, what um, the, the areas where they need to make the change. And and that that was the thing that I wanted to close with the three steps to changing your relationship. Um. Um. And that's what before we Before try- you before
4: you close, before you close, I want to be clear on something. The mm-hmm. principles you had the word ministry in your name. So, are the mm-hmm. where do the principles come from that you're talking about?
1: I'm glad you asked that. The principles are 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 a mixture between um, what I like to call um um biblical principles and practical okay. application. Yeah, okay. they are biblical. They they do have biblical backgrounds to mm-hmm. so them. I, want, I, want I wanted that to be clear.
4: I wanted that to be clear. You ain't just pulling yeah, this out me... the air. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, no,
5: yeah, certainly not out the air. I don't think yeah. any of us have it like that. But here's the thing: even people who don't consider themselves spiritual or churchy, because they are
3: principles, mm-hmm.
5: as my husband mm-hmm. said, they are practical. They can be applied across the board, regardless of you know what your. You know your beliefs religious beliefs are
1: things are right even if you're atheist the principles don't doesn't care if if you you know are spiritual or not
5: right but if people want you know we have several videos we've been doing this for quite some time on our Facebook page they can go back and look at some of our um our relationship real talk videos there and I think we have some uh videos and testimonials uploaded on our website as well
4: all right so three principles, give you a background music here. So let's hear those three Those
1: three takeaways <laughs> that you want to leave us with. Yes, sir. The three steps to changing your relationship. The first step is to acknowledge that you have personal areas of growth. There are some areas that you have that you know you need to grow on as it relates to your relationship. Once we do that, the relationship can now take its first step in moving forward. Um, the second um, step you need to take is be willing to change. Um, a lot of us struggle with the second step. Some of us will come to the acknowledgement of something or we'll have that conviction Oh on. I, yeah, I was wrong on that one. But when it's time to actually change, we struggle. And last but not least, that third step to changing um, your relationship is to be consistent with your efforts to change. Don't be a hit or miss, a sometime type person. You have to apply these things on a consistent basis so they can now become a habit.
5: And let's remember that sustaining thriving relationships takes work. And sometimes people don't want to hear that because they would rather have their head in the clouds and think about the whimsical things we've seen on TV. It's not Disney. It literally is
1: work.
4: And that work... (laughs) It be worth it at the end.
1: Yes, you can have so your Disney, not the, but it's not, not it. the
4: Hallmark Channel. It's not the Hallmark Channel. No,
1: <laughs> no it's it's not going to start like that, but it can end like that.
4: Not without work. Right. That's right. All right,
1: right, All right. right. All right. yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I tell people. I say, you know, we can have those those um, yeah, Disney yeah, and I'm Hallmark, happy those happily ever afters, <laughs> but it's going to take some work to get there.
4: It doesn't happen as quick as it does. On
1: right, Walmart. yeah, right.
4: <laughs> well, they, they only got thirty minutes to an hour on TV, so.
1: There we
4: Um, go. It's been
5: two
4: hours. (laughs) So, hey, I want to thank you both. I know I called you, you know, this weekend. is is on my heart. You know, I'm dealing with so many people in this relationship issue. And God put me in, put you in my thoughts, Jimmy. You know what? what? I know somebody that's an expert (laughs) on relationships. So, uh, I'm thankful that that, both of you took the time to come out. But you will be on my first live show. But I want people to go, so give me one more time. How do they find you online so they can get off of this call and go right to your page?
1: Look, they can go to Facebook. Go to Jimmy and Rachel Rogers, J-I-M-M-I-E and Rachel Rogers, and it will take them straight to our business page.
5: And that's R-O-G-E-R-S, no D. (laughs)
4: All right. Well, I thank both of you for coming out. And uh, I look forward to when we can actually have just a conversation. I'm just going to do a whole show on this. I'm going to let people call in and everything, ask questions. Oh man! So uh,
1: we will. All right.
4: Special thank you, Mark. You told me how to ha- handle my live feed today. Uh, you don't, don't <laughs> send me no invoice now for what you gave me.
1: Look. So, uh, hey man, that was that was free.
4: All right, all right. Well, thank you both of you for coming out. I appreciate your knowledge. I'm sure the listeners appreciate your comments and I look forward to getting with you again to talk about this issue because we gotta fix this. We gotta fix our families, we gotta fix our community, and it's all done through, Jimmy, I think the three things that you just mentioned. But the biggest thing to me is that consistency. You know. We gotta be yes, consistent sure. with it.
1: All right. Thank you. So, so thank, much you Mark you. thank you
4: for having us I appreciate you. All be right. blessed. All right. So you heard it relationships, consistency. We've got to work on this, not just with our loved ones, our people at work, our friends, our family, our neighbors. Until we get this relationship thing down right, you see what it's caused. You see the threat that people are feeling right now. You see that people are upset, and I think it has a lot to do with because people don't feel heard. But hopefully you heard it here tonight. John Moy came in and Corey came in. But we got a lot more for you. Like I said, I'm going to be going live in a couple weeks. But I want you to stay with me. And as I say at the end of every show, I look forward to our next encounter.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening on the Capital Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions. Decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest, or for more information, go to capitalbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com slash cat builder talk. We hope you enjoy the show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.